So there is a phenomenon, a group of people, uh, a not negligible group of people out there, known as flat earthers, who believe that the earth is actually flat, and that's how we're able to uh, stay on the earth. It's obvious, because if the earth is flat, then we can all stand on it, and we're all good. And if it wasn't flat, or if we were upside down, we'd all fall off, because you can't stand on a ball. And they have all sorts of uh, common sense logic like that as to why the earth is actually flat. Um, and I think there might be one or two flat earthers in our own community this year. Uh, but, but and, and let's say that you can find all sorts of videos on YouTube justifying why the earth is actually flat. And I say that like a common sense kind of reasons. Like if you, put, if you put little things on a ball and spill it, the, spin it, the little things will fly off. So if we're on a spinning globe, why don't we fly off? Why doesn't the water on, the, on this globe, on this ball, known as the Earth, fly off? Kind of common sense. I'm not, I'm not a flat earther. Um, <laughs> but like common sense uh, uh, arguments like that. So anyway, if the world is flat, why doesn't all the water flow off, by the way? I don't know. But, but uh, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because no matter how many proofs you show them, no matter what you show them, about the curvature of the Earth, it doesn't matter. You, you will not convince them. I mean, if you fly up high enough, you can actually see the curvature of the Earth. Um, even in ballistics, when it comes to shooting long ranges, if you're, if you're shooting over, over a mile, you actually have to take into consideration the, the curvature of the Earth. There's all sorts of stuff. Like we have, uh, if you fly up high enough and went to space, right, then you can actually look back, and there's the Earth. Big ball. Right? I mean, like, and oh, it's all a conspiracy, all a conspiracy. <laughs> That's an awful, I mean, satellites, they, they fly around in a, in a regular pattern, uh, all based on the curvature of the Earth, the fact that the Earth is a ball. Uh, so it's just very interesting, because no matter how much you, no matter how many proofs you think you have, no matter how much you, you show them, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Jonathan Swift has a very interesting uh, quotation. He said, there are none so blind as those who will not see. There are none so blind as those who will not see. They're, they're, you're never as blind as when you simply don't want to see. So it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, the, the amount of proof just makes no difference. You don't want to see. And so if you don't, then there's actually very little point in arguing with you. There's very little like that, that can be done. You just don't want to know. You just don't want to know. And this is like today's gospel. It's just, it's so interesting and so kind of tragic as well. Uh, they have this... Uh, dinner at, at Lazarus' house, Lazarus whom Jesus had previously raised from the dead. And at the end of the, the gospel, it says, the chief priests. So a large number of Jews heard that Jesus was there and came not only on account of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. The chief priests decided to kill Lazarus as well, since it was on his account that many of the Jews were leaving them and believing in Jesus. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There is now proof a dead man, buried for four days. And so as we've established before, that means very dead. Okay? Buried. Four days. No chance he was just unconscious or asleep or hungover. Like, the guy was very, very dead. Okay? And Jesus raises him after four days. And this is also a Jewish thing. That this is, it's deliberate. That after three days, you are considered absolutely very dead. So this is like three days plus one. So like there's, there's, there's no doubt. We've established that he was very dead. Okay. So, so then Jesus comes and raises him from the dead at a, a kind of well past the point of no return. So this, this, there was no logical or natural explanation for this. This is a miracle. 
A dead guy is now alive. Explain that one. Well, there is no explanation. Unless, unless this miracle actually proves or is a sign for everything else that Jesus has been saying. That, by the way, accompanied with the fact that he's worked a lot of other miracles and there are now blind people who can see and deaf who can hear and the lame who can, who can now walk. And all, so many of these miracles have worked in public. And then all of his preaching and teaching, then the, the, the coherence of, of his life and these signs and the miracles. So there's all sorts of proof here. And not necessarily, you wouldn't even have to jump to the conclusion and say, all right, he's the Messiah. But like that Jesus at least is, is, is a prophet or is someone good or there's something here that needs looking into. I mean, you don't necessarily have to jump to the conclusion immediately that he's the Messiah. But like, we see all this evidence, but we just don't want to see what it points to. There are none so blind as those who will not see. So, the evidence of Lazarus, a dead guy now alive, through Jesus' prayer. What we need to do to resolve all of this is kill Lazarus and Jesus' problem solved. It's, it's crazy, but that's, that's what they did. That's what they were planning to do. I'm not sure if they ever got around to killing Lazarus. I don't think so, but they definitely killed Jesus. So, it's interesting. I mean, I, I ask uh, myself on occasion as well, is there, are there any aspects of, of my life. I think it's, it's always good to ask ourselves this, because it's very easy, it's very easy to read a gospel like this and always point the finger and say, all these people need to change and all these people are bad and all these people have their problems and issues uh, and forget to kind of turn these things back on ourselves every now and again. Is there anywhere, any place in my life where I'm holding on to a, a, a grudge or unforgiveness or anger or pride or... Some, some issue that absolutely needs to be changed. But I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Because they're none so blind as those who don't want to see. So if I don't want to see it, then I'm not going to work on it. I'm not going to change it. And it'll stay there and fester. <coughs> and, uh, it's, it's, it's a tragic thing to meet people uh, of uh, a certain age. I, was, I, was, I visited home there over the weekend and they were telling me about uh, a person they know um, who had a falling out. Now they're they're part of they're part of the same prayer group, and this person had a falling out with another person in the prayer group. And this lady of a certain age then said, "Well, that's Bridie over there. She did X, Y, and Z to me, and I will never forgive her until the day I die." Now, even, even, even repeating those words kind of gives me a bit of a cold shiver down the spine. To, be, to, to say that, I will never forget, until the day I die. Have you any idea of the weight of those words? Or have you any idea of the risk that is for your soul? Ne- to never forgive until the day you die. That's lethal. That's poison for the soul. So... Like, are there, are there areas of my life where I'm blind and don't want to see and don't want to know and don't want to be told? Our gospel today teaches us that, that, that this kind of blindness is alive and well. So, through the power of this Eucharist, through the power of this Holy Mass, we ask the Lord to 
reveal what he wants to work on in us. To reveal what, and of course, like he doesn't reveal these things just to rub our nose in it. He, does, he reveals these things to heal them. So what does the Lord want to reveal in order to heal? What does the Lord want to bring to our attention in order to bring it out into the light, in order to bring it to the blood and water flowing from his heart to give us life and wash us clean? What does the Lord want to do for us? Where is he waiting for permission to access? Lord, heal us of our blindness. Open our hearts to your love. Amen.